This podcast is brought to you by Shaw Business. Shaw Business offers a whole suite of smart solutions like smart Wi-Fi. With dedicated networks for you and your guests, smart Wi-Fi keeps everyone's connections separate, safe, and secure. And it reaches all corners of your business. So whether you're at your desk or in a meeting room, you're still connected and ready for business. Smart Wi-Fi is one way that Shaw Business is powering the entrepreneur. It's Calgary's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. Hello, this is Mario Taniguzzi coming to you today with Calgary's podcast, a member of Canada's Podcast Network, where we talk to the entrepreneurs who are making it happen here in the city of Calgary, Alberta. Manjit Minhas is one of Canada's best-known entrepreneurs. She is a co-founder and owner of Minhas Brewery in Calgary and one of the dragons on the popular CBC television show, Dragon's Den. Welcome to the show, Manjit, and uh, thanks for taking the time today to be here for our listeners. Thanks, Mario. Tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and what your business is all about. Yeah, um, well, my name is Manjeet Minhas. I'm a born and raised Calgarian. Um, And that's where actually I started my business uh, 20 years ago now. 2019 is our 20th anniversary. My brother Ravinder and I started um, in the spirits and beer business um, when I was 19 in 1999. And um, the mission was to bring quality spirits and beer at an everyday fair affordable price to Albertans. And then uh, we expanded that to Canadians and North Americans and now to everybody around the world. Did you need financing to start the company and how has business been for you? Well, when we started, uh, there was really no such thing as venture capitalist firms and, um, you know, angel investors. And so there was nobody willing to give us money. All we knew were banks. And when I went to my dad's banker, because at 19, of course, I didn't have any bankers, um, they said no. They said you had a great business plan, but uh, I needed my dad to come to co-sign on the loan, which essentially to me meant to give me the money. And so I said, thank you, but no thank you. Um, because, well, as an engineering student, I understood math and interest. And well, if I was going to get it, it, essentially, I felt from my dad, um, I'd just ask him across the dinner table and get, and get a free loan rather than going through a bank. Um, but I definitely, at 19, um, had uh, a decent size ego and decided, no, I am going to do this on my own terms. I want to be the one who makes a decision and not look to others in order to get their blessing, to spend money. Um, so I went ahead with what I had, $10,000, which included the proceeds for, uh, from the sale of a car I had. And uh, that was it. So no, never had financing to begin with and still have not had loans, investors, outside partners in the last 20 years. Always I had organic growth and reinvested profits back. What is your long-term vision for the company and, and, and plans for expansion? You know, um, I definitely a uh, goal set for, you know, not only the company, but myself for every six, six months, one year and five years. However, I've always realized that um, yeah, a plan is a great thing to have, but it rarely goes that way. And so, um, of course, you know, 
I have lots of plans. You know, we're the ninth largest brewery. Um, and so there's eight more steps to go. So expansion plans are always um, definitely more market share, more growth in, in different countries and territories. We're in 16 countries as we speak, um, but there's lots more to conquer. And so um, expansion plans always just means more revenue, more beer sales and, and growth. What are your um, sort of the biggest benefits that you see in being an entrepreneur in Calgary, the good points of, of uh, doing business here, uh, maybe some of the challenges as well? Well, I think the great thing that we've always had here in Calgary is that entrepreneurial spirit, is amazing talent and skill of um, individuals, a very educated workforce, but also a very risk-taking um, group of individuals here. And I think that that's really um, not only needed in the economy that we're in um, currently, but also for future growth um, in any sector, uh, whether it be business, whether it be manufacturing, the tech sector, um, even the energy sector. So I think that really we are um, abundant with not only resources, but people and, and skills here. So I think that there's a lot going on here. I think that we're, we're blessed with a, la- a large land mass also and a variety of industries that can thrive here. And, um, you know, um, politicians in many different levels of government that support the entrepreneurial spirit of the city in a variety of different ways. Uh, challenges, of course, um, being the economy that we're in. And, and so everything that I think that you think of as an advantage some kind, in some ways can be the disadvantage. It can be things um, such as carbon tax, such as our lack of access to markets with, you know, the pipelines that are not being built. Um, and, and, and that trickles down to so many other aspects of life and business um, with the exodus of people, with um, a variety of different things. And so I think that all along with that comes investment or an investment, local investment in, into our, our Calgary economy because uh, people don't know what's going on and, and where it will be so in the future. And so, you know, uh, it, it definitely is, um, for some individuals, tough times, but I am an optimist always. <laughs> and so I think that the city um, has not only given us a launch pad, but many others in the business world. Is there a place in Calgary uh, where you like to go to recharge, get inspired, or simply think about your business? Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I think that all of us uh, as Calgarians think of Banff as an extension of Calgary. And so definitely the Rocky Mountains are not only breathtaking, but are a great place to um, be with your thoughts and uh, be one with um, not only nature, but understand the beauty of where you live and um, give you definitely a quick escape from the hustle bustle of a major city such as Calgary. So definitely um, Banff would be, would be that. Hypothetical question for you. Imagine uh, you were to start all over again and you just moved to Calgary, but this time you don't know anyone. Knowing what you know now, what would you do and how would you do it to start all over again as an entrepreneur? Wow, that's a tough one. Um, You know, I think that one of the great things of this city is that we are open to everyone from everywhere. And um, like me, who's born and raised Calgary, and there's very few of us here. So most people are transplanted, um, whether that be from Saskatchewan, Ontario, um, many other places of the country, you know, out east, uh, uh, farther out east in the Maritimes. And so um, I don't think I would necessarily do anything 
differently. Um, just as I, I do now, I think it's a great place to network, to get out, to be involved in um, uh, charities and philanthropic causes in order to meet um, a lot of individuals, but also um, find a footing in the city. And, you know, I, I am consciously raising my two young girls, six and eight in the city. Um, I am definitely blessed to have the opportunity to move anywhere, um, including in the, you know, six countries that I have um, manufacturing facilities. And so, you know, Calgary has so many advantages, not only amazing people, but, you know, we have four seasons, we have great schools, we have a large enough but small enough city that you can know a lot of people here. And it, it really does feel like a community that is working for the greater good. And so I don't necessarily think that I would do anything different. And I think that very quickly I would feel a part of this uh, entrepreneurial and business community here. What does the first hour of your day look like when you get up in the morning? Do you have a specific ritual or routine you follow? Um, yeah, uh, usually, um, never. no two days in my life are the same. And I think that's the great and fun thing about my life. Um, but if I'm traveling, then definitely it doesn't look the same, but in town, if I'm at home, yeah, um, the first hour looks the same because it involves, um, breakfast and my two little girls and my husband. And so, um, yeah, definitely it's a quick scan when I wake up of, uh, emails and, um, what's going on, um, in the business, general business world. But that takes about uh, 15 to 20 minutes, depending on. Uh, any crisis or not happening in our uh, brewery here in Calgary that uh, I run. And so um, otherwise, it's um, a quick, you know, 45 to uh, 60 minutes of kids and um, shower time and breakfast and getting them out the door to school. Now, do you think entrepreneurs have to be weird or unique, but in a positive way or just wired differently? (laughs) Uh, Yes, I believe we do. One, we have to be a little naive to the real world because if you um, knew everything and thought, you have to think that life is fair in order to be an entrepreneur. Otherwise, you would never take on the challenges of the day. You also have to be very disciplined um, because, you know, I, I do believe that sometimes being an entrepreneur is 340 days of tough, challenging obstacles, but 15 days of glory. So you got to look forward to those days. In order to do that, you have to be an optimist. You have to get up every day and, and, and really believe that you are going to conquer not only the day, but the challenges um, ahead of you and reach uh, your mission. And so I think that, that it's really important to be a little bit, yeah, unique. Uh, you also have to have an appetite for risk-taking because there is no straight-line path to being an entrepreneur and to being successful. Whatever your definition of success is, there's a variety of definitions, not just how much revenue you make um, or money that is left in the, in the bank in the end of the day. So I do believe that you got to be wired a little bit differently um, in order to be an entrepreneur. Are there any books you're reading right now? And are there any books that you would recommend to aspiring entrepreneurs? You know what, I definitely uh, don't read as much as I used to um, since having uh, two little munchkins, but um, there definitely are a lot. It really, I think, depends on what you're looking for in order um, to not only increase your knowledge, but your skills. And I I honestly believe that one um, skill that not only entrepreneurs overlook, but just individuals in general, 
is their negotiation skills. And I, I really do um, believe that not only should everybody read books on negotiation, uh, but they should um, take courses and constantly take courses. And so um, it, it, it is something that I also am continuously learning about. There is definitely a lot of books that I love in that realm, such as Getting to Yes, um, Negotiating an Agreement Without Giving In, Never Split the Difference, um, Negotiating Genius, Getting Past No. There's so many great ones and they all have something to give um, that, that are different than the other ones. And so I think that, you know, it's really um, a matter of what you're looking for um, and to get out of reading. Um, but uh, like I said, it's, it's definitely um, one that I don't get to as much as I would like anymore. Now, are there any um, online or offline tools that you use on a daily basis? Um, you know, I, I, not, nothing um, in particular that um, I would say is... Um, anything you couldn't do without uh, for work? Well, I guess my phone. <laughs> um, other than that, no, not really. Okay. How do you balance work? Obviously, you've got a busy lifestyle with uh, work and uh, the Dragon's Den and all that. And uh, so how do you balance uh, that work side of things with your personal life? You know, how do you relax? What do you do to relax? Um, well, I think the notion of work-life balance, honestly, is bullshit. I think that in order for anybody to believe that every day, every week, every month can be a perfect balance of that, is total utter nonsense because that is impossible. And so I believe in just having no regrets and staying in the moment and being in the moment where I am. I believe in being very scheduled. Um, Every hour of my day is scheduled and I stick to that schedule. It is a balance of uh, sometimes um, of what I'm getting in and out. And I believe that. And and for me, that is the most productive um, in order to have a very scheduled day. Um, but I, I believe in, in honestly, just living in the moment. Um, I, I plan ahead, definitely plan ahead, not only weeks, but usually months ahead, if I can, especially when it involves travel. Um, but also, I believe in asking for help and communicating with those around you, um, whether it be at the office or whether it be at home. It takes a village to be successful at both to have a, per, a good working um, relationship, not only with family and getting kids and, and um, everybody on the same page, but also at the office. It takes a village. Nobody does it by themselves. So I strongly believe in having open communication as to what I need help with um, from getting you know, kids to school and, and gymnastics practice and activities and birthday parties and, and, and also communicating with them to say, where mom is and what she's doing and um, for them to appreciate that too. So yeah, I, I miss birthdays and, and recitals. Um, but when I'm there, um, I am there all the way and um, they have my undivided attention. And so I don't regret the meetings that I'm missing and vice versa. When I'm um, working or, or on the show uh, on Dragon's Den, I don't regret what um, I'm missing otherwise. I trust those uh, that are empowered in my life um, in order to handle their jobs. And so I think that that's a big thing for entrepreneurs. And it's a hard thing not to micromanage everything and let others um, really flourish and do their job and be responsible 
for what you hired them for or what you asked them to do. Um, and so I think that that's really important with friends and family in your personal life and also at the office. And so um, what are my favorite activities in Calgary? Oh, it depends what season it is, um, you know, um, whether it be skating or whether it be skiing or in the summertime, definitely just being outdoors and being in the mountains or being in Calgary um, and doing anything with my, with my girls, really discovering new things uh, with my girls is definitely what I love to do in my free time. If you weren't doing what you do now, what would you like to do uh, as a profession or career? I would be a petroleum engineer working in the oil patch in Calgary. Okay. And is there a job that you would not like to do at all? No, I, I don't think so. I think that um, doing a variety of jobs brings character and um, it's about having an open mind. But no, there's, there's definitely nothing that I would not do. Okay. In business, is there a favorite word, quote, or sentence, a phrase that you'd like to use? Oh, um, I have a variety of them, definitely. Um, but I think um, one of them is uh, you don't get what you deserve in life. You get what you negotiate. Um, and that comes back to what I said earlier as far as one of the skills that I believe is so important in a person's um, not only life, but uh, career. And it can be used in so many different ways. But I, I really do believe that um, there are so many things that one doesn't always see, and it has to do with hard work. I also believe that success is never owned. It is rented, and the rent is due every day, meaning that it's not easy for everyone or anyone. You do have to continuously be working at um, whatever your dream and vision is. And because you obtained success yesterday doesn't mean that it's going to exist tomorrow or today for that matter. Um, and as a, as a woman, I strongly believe that, um, that I, I definitely live by, you can't make everyone your friend. You need to stop trying. Make sure that the most important person in your world is your friend, is yourself. I think that so many um, women are pulled in so many different directions. I am definitely not one, uh, definitely one of them also, from being mom, wife, daughter, um, CEO, a philanthropist, um, venture capitalist, like I wear a lot of titles and hats. But it's important to step back and take time for yourself as often as you need it, uh, whether it be your physical health, your mental health, and, and it's really important. And I think that um, a lot of entrepreneurs just, they burn the candle on both ends, thinking that just one more day of that and they'll get to where they need to be. Um, but I do believe in personal, um, and not only well-being, but taking care of myself. And that means that there are things that I don't compromise on, such as getting seven hours of sleep every single night, no matter where I am, what I'm doing. It's very important for me, I know, for my physical well-being. And so I think that it's really important um, for everybody to realize what those are and to build those into their life. And those are in concrete and they do not adjust or, or move on. Is there a least favorite word or, or phrase that you don't like to hear? No, I think that, you know, um, they all, uh, a lot of the buzzwords, they definitely come and go and they have meaning at different times in people's lives and, and reflect what many people are thinking. So no, I, I, there isn't. 
Now, what is, um, you know, if you're speaking of words, I guess, if you were to pick one or two words that would describe uh, yourself, what would they be and why? Oh, wow. Just one or two. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Um, I would say um, hardworking. Um, I would say optimistic. I would say, wow, entrepreneur. Um, and I think that that definitely is, uh, yeah. And why? Because that definitely um, business, being an entrepreneur has been more than half of my life. And so um, working hard, being an entrepreneur, risk being risk, you know, adverse, <laughs> risk taking um, at times both um, is something that is, I think, defined who I am. Um, I'm 38 years old. I've been an entrepreneur for 20 years. And so it's, um, it, it, it definitely um, has, I think, defined my life to this point. And I'm proud of that. Is there anything that keeps you up at night? Um, you know what? I try not to. I try to be one of those that when I put my head on the pillow, I meditate for a couple minutes and let it all go because um, it, it definitely, there's a lot of things, not only in my investments, in my own business um, with kids uh, that can definitely scare you and keep you up at night. But I think that I, I just like to be proud of what I do every day so I can put my head on the pillow and go to sleep and not worry about what I didn't get to that day. Everybody today seems to have a bucket list. What's yours? I don't have one. I don't, and ever, I've never had a bucket list because I believe in saying yes to the opportunities as they come. I believe in um, if I want to do something, I have been blessed and have the privilege to do it at that time. I've never had a bucket list and I still don't because I don't believe in waiting for the other shoe to drop or um, waiting to go somewhere and do something. I think that if you are dreaming of it now, you should do it now. Um, and so I, I don't have one. Now, you know, over the years, you've probably received a ton of advice uh, from people. Is there anything you could pass along to uh, entrepreneurs or, or aspiring entrepreneurs? Yeah, there's definitely a couple. I think First and foremost, if there's something that you're thinking about, if there's a business plan you've made, whether it's in your mind or on paper, stop researching it and start. The biggest hurdle for so many entrepreneurs is to start. And I think that's so important because you can convince yourself and research yourself out of your idea, your passion, your vision, your mission. But I think it's so important that you start. Understand that what you planned and in what's in your mind, it won't go according to that all the time. And you have to be opening, open to pivoting, to iterating, whatever the idea or the business is. But understand that you do need to start. And that's really, really important. It, it, it's, but also start a business and start into something that you've done enough research on that people want to buy, that people want to engage with. I think that's important too. And then I, another thing that I definitely believe is that too many entrepreneurs start with such big financial burdens um, that they spend way more than they have to begin with. And they worry about the finances more than they build the business. So um, my definite advice is start small, but dream big um, and, and build up to what you dream that you will be. You know, for example, in my business, I dreamt of owning 
they knew that you know, being a manufacturer was a, a complete different um, bag of worms. And so when we had started with Mountain Crest Classic Lager and Boxer Lager, and um, we were having it produced, we did not produce it ourselves. And, it, it, and so it was co-packed and it came to our door. And so we were a marketing sales and branding company. Once I had enough money in the bank and expertise, then I bought a brewery and then we built other breweries and distilleries. And so um, there are steps to be taken. You don't have to do it all in the beginning. Um, I think that it's important to take baby steps, but to keep moving forward and to own that journey um, and, and to really enjoy the failures because you learn so much from them. Don't be scared of the failures. It takes a lot of courage um, to fail and get up and, and keep looking forward, not make the same mistakes to learn from them, definitely. Um, but they are a part of the journey and part of being an entrepreneur. And so I think that, um, you know, there should be a plan, but understanding also that it's going to take a lot of hard work. It's going to take longer than you expected. Um, nothing happens within, you know, a year, two years. It, it's easy to see journeys such as my own and think that it was a straight line to success. There's been so many bumps along the way. And I've been at this for 20 years. Um, and so it's important to um, really find mentors too. I think that every entrepreneur needs a mentor. Not only one, they need multiple ones because mentors can be, you know, not only ear to listen, they can be a brain to pick and sometimes a push in the right direction. I think that we should all have mentors. We should consciously find them and choose them and learn from them and then be mentors ourselves when we have the opportunity to be them. My dad used to tell me um, this a long time ago also. Um, he used to say, you're the average of the five closest people to you. And I, used, I didn't really understand it until I got older. And I really do think that that's so true, not only in who you hire in your business, but your friends also. Um, it's so important that you choose who and where you spend your time with as an entrepreneur because time is so limited. And so um, I think that it is important that you, you make those conscious decisions. And I'm the queen of uh, lists and, and spreadsheets of pros and cons how I make every single decision in my life. I think that's uh, the engineering background in me, but I think that it's important that you make those decisions because often you only have one opportunity um, to, to be in a, in a situation or to say yes or to say no. And I think that it's important that you do that, um, weighing the risks and the options in front of you. A different question here. Now, and just imagine this scenario. There's a small tropical island just off of Fiji that only has one phone booth there with no internet. We're going to drop you off there. You won't have a computer, smartphone, tablet, any sort of device. Uh, you can use the phone booth located there anytime to call the boat and we'll come pick you up. Now, how long do you think you would last before you made that call? And what do you think you would do there while you were there? Um, I wouldn't last very long. I'm definitely a social being who um, definitely does not like too much time uh, by myself. <laughs> I will be the first one to admit that. Um, and it's something definitely I'm working on, but uh, definitely I would last only a couple hours. And what would I do? I'd probably go for a swim. I love swimming. Um, you know, I was a lifeguard as a teenager and, and it definitely is something that I love uh, being in. I would go for a swim, uh, but as soon as I was back out, I would definitely make that phone call. How can our listeners get a hold of you, Manjeet? And is there anything you would like to add before you leave us today? 
Um, LinkedIn, Twitter, um, definitely are the best ways to get a hold of me and also um, to see what I have to say about not only um, what's going on um, in the world, but also my entrepreneurial journey. Um, I think that we've definitely covered a lot today and I I thank the listeners for um, their time. But um, in parting, I would say that, you know, dreams don't work unless you do. So get out there and live your dream. And, and there is no elevator to success. You got to take the stairs. So enjoy the stairs in every step, but definitely get out and start today. Thanks, Manjeet, for being our guest on Calibri's podcast. I've learned a lot about you, your business, and I'm sure our listeners have as well. We'll see you next time. Hey there, thanks for taking the time today to listen to Calgary's podcast on Canada's podcast network. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Make sure you sign up for our newsletters and write a review for us on iTunes and then connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn at Canada's podcast. You can also check out what other entrepreneurs are doing across the country. See you next time.